The world was full of monsters, and they were all allowed to bite the innocent and the unwary. Stephen King, Cujo. Hey, Justin. Hey, Kayla. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, we had a, some moments with the buggy app, but now we are really ready to dig in to Cujo. To Cujo. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I am interested to hear what you have to say. Um, well, I think I, uh, I think this one will probably be one of our shorter podcasts. Uh for two reasons we'll let, we'll let you guys behind the curtain and we're going to record two episodes tonight um and but also i think you and i are pretty much on the same page on cujo uh, yes what do you think i think we are <laughs> okay, i think on. we are had you read cujo before you know this is one of those books where i always thought that i had read it and if people asked, I would say yes, but I don't think that I actually have because I remembered absolutely nothing about this book <laughs> when I was reading it. So I think I've actually never read it before. Yeah, uh, I had read it. Um, I think it was the second Stephen King book I ever read. Um, mm. But it was, oh, I, th- I think I was in middle school. So we're looking, uh, you know, probably certainly over 20 years ago, probably uh, about mm. 23 years ago. Um, so I actually shockingly didn't remember, you know, the, the twist at the end, uh, uh, I did remember that, but I didn't really Mm. remember anything that led up to it other than, you know, rabid St. Bernard. Yeah. And one of the things that I didn't realize about this book is that it is much more than just rabid St. Bernard, although those parts to me are the somewhat redeemable parts of the book. Uh, We do go into a lot of detail about other characters that I cared absolutely nothing about or their (laughs) storylines. And I didn't even realize that they were part of the story at all. Uh, I think I, I think I had the movie version in my head and didn't think anything about the other characters outside of the uh, Donna and Tyler in the car. It's just very strange to read. Yeah. Well, you know, as as I believe I texted you when we were both in the middle of it, um, my my basic feeling was that the book Cujo is as big a pile of shit as the ones that Stephen King describes Cujo taking. <laughs> and I and I agree. I and I saw that Stephen King said that he quote barely remembers writing this book yes he um, was drinking a case of beer a day apparently while he while he wrote it and, and, and it doesn't show at all no not at all it's just like a normal totally non-alcoholic person wrote this book it's you know totally fine <laughs> yeah it's you know it's one of the stranger books of his it is it's not you know it's not uh, there's i mean it's it's a thriller right there's no there there's mm-hmm. nothing in it that's remotely well i i take that back there is one weird allusion to a supernatural thing um with the connection with frank dodd from the dead zone um although that mm-hmm. ultimately just kind of disappears and uh i think i think that one we can probably chalk up to uh the excessive alcohol intake <laughs> 
although I have probably a way too in-depth theory about that we can get to later if you like. I didn't know if you had sure. uh, something that you want to continue with, but yeah, well, uh, you know, I, yeah. So I, I was gonna say, you know, I remember reading it in middle school, and I don't. I guess I liked it okay enough then. I don't really remember what my reaction to it was. I certainly didn't like it as much as it. But, you know, I've talked to a few other people who know about uh, this this venture that we're undertaking. And, um, you know, one of them, the, the first the first guy I talked to, he said, oh, what book are you on now? I said, Cujo. And he said, oh, Cujo, that's great. And I said, how long has it been since you read Cujo? And he said, yeah, yeah, about 20 years. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you would yes. find, but even, uh, yeah, so I think you would find that it was not as enjoyable. Um, and then I was talking to one of my, one of my wife's coworkers who knows about the project and is a loyal listener of the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have one of those. and and he was like oh what do you think of Cujo and I told him you know basically that I hated it uh and he he was also very surprised so you know there are there are a lot of people um with uh at, at the least fond memories of this book but man I tell you just reading it uh as I guess this I guess Cujo was probably what our eighth or ninth book and Mm -hmm. it is just Mm -hmm. it is it is rough compared to pretty much everything that's come before it uh you know the uh, Mm -hmm. the only one that's been in that on that depth was Firestarter to me agreed agreed um and I thought Firestarter was painfully boring I didn't necessarily think that Cujo was so boring. It was just so messy and just to me, very unengaging. Like the characters were all awful and I didn't care about any of them. Even the poor little no, boy I completely agree. was really annoying. All these characters are horrible. There's the, 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 yes, wife, the wife terrible. is just like the worst person in the world. The husband is this completely just like sackless, cuckolded, uh, mm-hmm. you know. He's just like an idiot. Yeah, it's he's just, just like painful. an idiotic pile of nerves. Uh, and the kid is, yeah, the kid's just annoying and bratty. Uh, yeah, there's truth. Yeah, yeah. Both, of, both of the campers wife are just, beating. Yeah, both of the campers are just horrible. <laughs> like he's a horrible wife beater, but she's just as horrible for putting up with it and. There's just mm. no one that's likable in this book. Yeah, the the most likable guy is the Shoot. old drunk guy that Cujo kills first. Right, and and poor Cujo, the only character that you actually care about because of the fact that he's a a poor dog who can't help anything that's happening to him, and it's just so it just seems so cruel and so sad. And this book is so there's just nothing. Um, you know, yeah, I don't necessarily I, expect horror to be hopeful or redeeming, but it just is such a pit. <laughs> I feel I just felt like I was in a pit the whole time. About about halfway through it, the only thing that I was hoping for was, you know, he brought back the sheriff character from the Dead Zone. Uh, right, George uh, Bannerman. George, yes, George, and uh, and I was hoping that at that point, you know, I had forgotten the details of what happened to him. So I was hoping at that point that uh, Stephen King was going to introduce George Bannerman as this just kind of like bumbling law enforcement character who would appear repeatedly in the books and and never mm-hmm. really 
never really solved the case, but also never really fuck anything up. Uh, I was hoping that we were at least going to get that. And then like 20 pages later, he's got his intestines hanging out of his body. And I was uh, like, well, fuck, right. there that. And I really like him in the dead zone. And I felt really insulted that <laughs> they yeah, brought him was, in here just to. Yeah, they, oh. he really did just bring him in just to kill him. Uh, oh, no. So sad. <laughs> and, you know, you think that something's going to change in the book. The monotony is going to break up a little bit. And then he he just gets killed. It's, I don't know. It was just bad. I just, I didn't like anything about it. Um, I really struggled with it and you're right. I was on Goodreads and a lot of people were giving it really high ratings and I read some articles about people reading it or writing about it and they all really liked it. And I just, I just yeah, don't get it. Yeah. I don't, no. I don't know what I'm yeah, missing. Yeah. I mean, I'm also on there. I think you really got to beware of the Stephen King stuff on Goodreads because there are a ton of people who, yes. you know, the lowest rating they will go on Stephen King is four stars. And, uh, you know, that's not us. And I don't, I don't think this project would be remotely interesting if that was either of our takes. Um, he, right. He has, Absolutely. He has some great that's... stuff, but good God, this just is not one of them. No, it's it's not. And he mentions that the book was something different. He wanted it to be, I think he said, like a brick going through someone's window. He thought it was kind of punk rock. And and I get that he's doing something really strange and really different. It's a very oddly set up book. There's no chapters. You're just kind of flowing. There's a lot of stream of consciousness, uh, a lot of perspective from the dog. So I get that it's different. And I always appreciate a good effort to try something new, but I just didn't like it. And there's only so much that my appreciation for something weird can can go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, to me, this is, you know, if this had been a 40 or 50 page short story to novella range, it, it might have worked. But there. Yes. Just, and he's so good at that. There's just, just so much. Just knock it down. In this book, you know, there are at least three storylines that are only the most tangentially connected that you can imagine. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and not and interesting like, and, and not interesting and just completely just unlikable characters. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I just, I, yeah, people, people love this book or at least think they love this book. And I, I don't see it. I think that that's a good thing too, is our, our memories of King are so um, rose colored, I think, because we were usually really young when we fell in love with his writing, we catch on to a specific image, you know, like the, the dog attacking the mother and son in the car. And we just think that image is very powerful and it is, but we just keep that in our heads as opposed to everything else that's happening in the book. And we remember the power of that feeling of fear and say, Oh yeah, five stars. This is great. No, (laughs) it's not necessarily true, but I think this is a good thing to revisit a lot of Stephen King books that we or other people have read so long ago uh, because things change over time. Um, You know, my experience uh, you know, watching this movie since I hadn't read the book, it was very different from how I read the book and remembered the events of the story and remembered the characters. It's just, it's very different. So I always encourage people to go back and reread books, but I think especially King can benefit from a, a sharper eye or a, 
a more grown-up perspective. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, you know, yeah, I I have uh, over the last few years started revisiting some of my favorites, and most of them have held up. You know, a lot of them I find new things that I hadn't even appreciated the first time around, but mm-hmm. not this one. Um, no. You know, <laughs> on a lighter note, you you alluded to this on our Instagram account, but good god has there ever been any pub major published work with worse book covers than Cujo? good lord i don't put a pinto on the cover of it that would be so much better than just like this ter- this terrible looking dog that's not scary looking and then they're also just ugly cover uh, ugly colors everywhere i don't understand any of the choices that were made <laughs> yeah I, I encourage everyone to go oh. to, the, to the grady hinder you on his uh Stephen King reread site uh you don't even have to read his review he's a little he's somewhat kinder to it than we are but just scroll down because he has probably uh seven or eight different uh covers from Cujo mm. and man mm-hmm. I mean probably they're all bad probably 90 percent <laughs> of them are just horrible the only one that's better is a more recent um I think they were republished or reprinted. I can't remember what publishing company it was, but they all have similar fonts on the cover. And all this is, is like a green cover with a kind of silhouette of a dog. Cause it takes it down a notch. And I think that that one was. But that's fine compared to the other ones. I'd rather just deal with that than something really yeah. hideous like yeah what i mean they are all just every day for many weeks. snarling yes. dog maws on these covers so gross yeah poor cujo yes. he was such a and, good dog and, he tried hard he being good dog, end, as he says <laughs> good dog bad book well yes. i think we got to do it i think we probably both know what our answer is how many crowns Damn. do you give cujo oh <laughs> okay i'll give a 0.5 crown for a weird yeah, effort. <laughs> uh yeah i mean i think i think i gave Firestarter two so i two or one and a half mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean i I'll, I'll say one this will be my new uh bottom line um you know i'm afraid mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. i'm afraid that at some point we might have even hit something worse than this but it's it's a one for me, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got a plot. I've I've read worse books, but I haven't read worse <laughs> Stephen King books. It's it's true. I think it's it's a big disappointment after what we've seen from him before. Even when he is in a, you know, alcoholic fog, we've seen some brilliance from him, and then and then there's this. So you know, it didn't. It didn't work for us, but doesn't work for a lot us. of people really Some love it. So love it. Uh, those people are wrong. I don't get it, but <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that's the it's thing. Not a matter, it's like not a matter of opinion. <laughs> those people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Maybe it's them. It's not us. It's it's them. They don't understand. Well, uh, do, do you have anything else to say about Cujo, Kayla? I think we're done with Cujo. Whew, All right. Thank goodness. <laughs> done with Cujo. Um, and so we will see you guys real soon as we head into the Dark Tower universe. Whew. Yes, we're heading through the desert. All right. Thanks. <laughs> I'll see you guys soon. Bye.
For more of our Stephen King adventures, please follow us on Instagram at The Year of King.